Right. Beginning of Act Two. I don't know why you're worried. Rhythmic sounds, the common sensations, Annie sitting outside for a bit, walking in across the bridge back and forth, <coughs> counting the number of links and chains when your ballad isn't, isn't, isn't going quite the way you want, coming back in here, sitting for a while, chatting with Norm Wynn, wrote when you find solace in often consistent spellcraft. Um, the more I can focus, we ritually cast things over and over and, and over again. I, I imagine that you even, you're using Earth to tell time, but you're also, you have one of the very few pocket, pocket watches in this world that ticks. And for you, I imagine that you're, it's funny because you're a druid, but you've also made Norwin very, very, um, logical and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I imagine for you the ting correlates to X number of ticks mm -hmm. which correlates to how long it takes you so you know, <coughs> and you're like I can cast this spell this number of times and that's how long I'll know how long Earth has to do this thing for you know sort of thing like you <laughs> you find reason in the in your druidic sense in the world of chaos nature magic you somehow make it make sense and that's why the Feywild is so fucking frustrating you still do not know how to tell time <laughs> go there with this fucking pocket watch and die <laughs> <laughs> your head just explodes mm -hmm. um no I have to dive down to the Feywild <laughs> Urfile you consistently hammering blood now leaking down freely dripping even as it comes on halfway down the shaft as you swing it, some flux mixed with the flames, <laughs> the splash upon you. It's rhythmic to you as well. It's consistent. It's exhausting. Speaking of which, one more save and one for day six. 22. Good. 18. 14. You're all good. Mighty warriors <coughs> as you are, you are uncomfortable, but you find comfort in yourselves, in your friends. You find comfort in knowing this will come to an end. Soon, in fact. As the anxiety begins to prickle up your spines more and more, the closer you are to the end of the thing, I believe the greater the anxiety becomes. I'd like to focus on you haven't been the one swinging a hammer for six fucking days. <laughs> very true. Very, I'm just very I, I agree with you. I'm just like... <coughs> focus on Urfile here. Mm -hmm. As you are swinging this... At... <sighs> you have time for three breaths. Three deep breaths. The first day, the first couple hours, I think, I think Al was really like... Timing you. He was like, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, like up to like 25, and then go. And that's the third thing. And that got annoying fast. So then you found your own way, your own rhythm, your own breath, your own will that went into it, where he has not had to correct you. He has not had to give, give you help in time. You're not sure how exact it needs to be, the time, the force, the swing, but it seems pretty exact. You imagine as exact as, as Al is still, even right now, his burnt gnomish flesh shirt and, and, and you know, 
boots still still very much on. Mm-hmm. Ring of, fi- of fire resistance just still very much on, but the heat just enough he can't always stay with within the domes. Him going around going, no, 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 and him going. He'll even cast like a mending cantrip on a part of the stone to bring it back to the way he was as he will etch something new. And you're sitting there, sometimes you seem to be like, really? Day six? Yeah. <laughs> Still? And he seems to be expanding it as well. You just make this shit up as you go out. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> just these cheese things for a while. As you are... I lost the actual pieces, don't tell him. <laughs> as you're three, four hours into this, rhythmic behavior very solitary behavior as well. Sometimes you'll toss out chats to your comrades, but now that you know, Annie kind of goes out and comes in <coughs> as, as, as she And wants. I will say on this day, that is very sparse. It's like the exhaust, like yeah. a true exhaustion sets in that yeah. it's like, I'm not, not cracking jokes now. Yeah, this is, I think that's kind of where that anxiety prickling comes up. It's like, whew, the arms hurt, the hands are bloody raw. <laughs> And not just from swinging this hammer. Okay, there's still some jokes. <laughs> I think at one point, as you swing, hit one particularly, like f- like fresh lava was poured, and one particularly juicy gout kind of splashed. It still hurts, even now, even through the scars. Wipe your mouth on your sweaty arm as you bring the hammer down. Take a moment to wipe your brow. You turn and you see um, Norwin calmly sitting cross-legged, precipice across his his lap, eyes closed, book in front of him, murmuring, comfortable as a cucumber could be. You see Annie outside just sort of walking trailing her fingers along, seeing something that kind of interests her we'll go by high up. Huh. <laughs> In the back of your mind, you sort of hear a voice, but it's not like the normal voice where they talk to you. It's more of an impression. I think the fearful thing here is it almost sounds like it's your own voice, your own thoughts. I think it's hard to tell what at this point after not hearing from your friendly spirits and ancestors for coming on two weeks now, two, two and a half weeks, I think. So it's long been, since yeah, because it was 10 days of, of rest and now it's six days. So it's been a while here. It's hard to separate yourself. You haven't heard a voice for so long that when you do hear one, you think it might be your own. But maybe it's not. Regardless, it's this almost insidious... Look at them. Look how great they are. With ease. Shoulders. It's time. 
swinging the Tao. I think we would call those invasive thoughts these these, these days. Those unwelcome things that might not, in in your case, truly might not belong to you. (laughs) Truly might not. We all don't have that that excuse in the real (coughs) world, right? But I think for Earth, it's hard to separate that right now. Whether or not he believes it or not is only, I think, only you, only Earth knows that. But they do come, and they are invasive. But I think you continue swinging. I'll ask one final time. This is the last time I'll ask if there's any individual or group conversations or happenings you'd wish to have them go around the table in this this order. Rachel? Nope, I would just be moving in closer in case they need me. I think you can sense that as the day goes on, you'll be needed. creating more servants at this point than he needs to just out of raw nerves mm-hmm. and so there's probably like just loads of them just m- wandering around <laughs> mm-hmm. so Earth would just have a thought of <laughs> I sure shit empathetic everyone's always been protecting me so I better pick up the pace and as he exhales before he goes on to his next swing there'll just be that twinge of red in his breath in this place of intense heat, hard to see, even within the comfort of the dome. I think that that goes missed, no pun intended. I think it goes uh, unseen by anybody else, just a breath that comes out and dissipates. Anything else? Several things happen now as we begin to reach the crescendo of this long, grueling effort on everyone's part. I think that's one thing that Urphiel sees. And you guys see, I think it. I think Urphiel sees this and truly feels it probably more than his companions, that you knew that this would be a, a job that, that Al spent a lot of time and, and, effort, and effort in. I don't know if you entirely knew how much time and effort you would be spending in it, but I think Earth surely... He surely <laughs> I think Earth surely did not expect the level to which Annie and Norwin are truly instrumental in this. That this sword as it is forged will be not only a creation of, 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 of Al's and a tool of yours, it'll be a creation of all of yours. Maybe that gives some degree of peace and camaraderie. Maybe not. At one point Al walks over to the edge here where those stairs are. Annie, I think as you're sort of walking around, just stepping on top of the lava. Not that you can walk on lava per se, but it does like solidify on your feet and that doesn't hurt you. So you have to walk water ring. Then there you go. <laughs> then you can literally kind of stand here as it goes, yee, and move, moves you along, you kind of grab. You're finding ways to pass the time. I think that you and uniquely you, because you're casting spells almost constantly, you're just busy. You would notice as Al comes over here, he takes something off his an amulet that you've seen uh, it was one of the two ways that you always knew which Al was was the real Al even though the simulacrum was in him never touched on 
it's the amulet that lets him that let him control Steve. Mm-hmm. And he stands at the edge of the stairs that will overlook the lava. And he totally pulls the old lady from Titanic and just <laughs> you know, He's gotta have a little giggle. <laughs> and drop drops it and you, you see CT that and it just falls and he watches it. turns and you see red eyes there. He doesn't meet your eyes, you're not even sure if he knows that you saw him do, do that as he steps back, but then. He then goes through and um, takes off various implements and whatnot. Um, the staff that you retrieved Yes, I said he's expanding the circle throughout here. So all of these lines here of the shape have a larger five foot circle at the end of it, at the spot, and lines and glyphs that attach everything. He takes the shaven staff, which which you you retrieve, and he sticks in the, the ground there. Moves to the next, takes off a collar that he's had on, and sets it right there. Moves on to the next, pulls out his mirror light staff, and sticks that in that spot. Pulls out a variety of magical implements from his collection. As there's one circle left, he will come in and he will ask you, I think that armor's served its its purpose on your body thus far, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Would you mind if I have it back? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) It would take a minute to doff it, or 10 minutes for everyone. Rush here. Mm-hmm. He takes that and he will put that in the last <laughs> circle. He folds it nicely, puts that in the last circle as well. As various staves, wands, armors, amulets are placed amongst those eight circles. Mm-hmm. And you kind of come over and scoop some lava from, from here, but you notice it's, it's solidifying. It's not, not as hot. The magic has left it because you haven't gone down to light the forge. It's just whatever leftover pressure is there at this point. And Al sees you, don't he? He's like, we'll need that in a few minutes here. <clears throat> I'll let you know it's time. Sounds good. On this side, he pulls out his little chest, big chest appears, opens that, pulls out the flux um, and he swaps out the fire gem for the gem of the water plane instead from the mm-hmm. center. Does a few calculations, changes things a bit. I'll come to you and say this is going to need an unbelievable amount of water to quench. Alright. I need you and that to be ready. That pearl originally came from not only that plane, but from that, that, that staff. Yes, sir. You need, you need to tap into that and bring every drop of water you can in one fell swoop. 
can stand next to to you as you clang. As we continue here, Herfrail, you will need to put more of yourself into this. You put in your time, you put in your blood, your sweat, maybe even some tears. Your strength, your conviction. Spend these last couple hours thinking about what matters most to you and what you want this sword to do for you and what you're willing to give up for it to do so. And I'll pat you on the small of your back. Continue onwards. As he comes in here, sits down and opens up his book and begins just to Earth, as you continue these next couple hours, uh, you can give me your generic thoughts, if you will, about um, based on what he just had just unasked you. What do you want the sword to, to, to do, do for you, all that jazz? But I do have some specific questions as well. So it's up to you if you want to say what you want to say, or maybe just skip to the things I need to know. Uh, yeah, start with your questions, and if I have anything left to say, I'll let you know. You know that both of these swords, the hilt and the fragments, come from the Raven Queen. You know that they were designed, developed for a purpose, to slay undead. That is what is anathema to her. The Blood Moonblade twisted that into slaying the opposite. In fact, it was fairly ineffectual against undead. At least it wasn't in the hands of you, perhaps, right? But it did not seek, it did not have any hate, it was quite the opposite. You imagine that this will return to a state that it was supposed to, to be in part. But you're making something new here. You're not simply creating one or one, one or the other. So I'm going to ask you, Urfael, as you think about the enemies that you have faced and those that you think you may face, I would like you to um, choose a type of creature. The types of creatures, I will repeat them to you in alphabetical order. Oh boy. Aberrations, beast, celestial, construct, dragon, elemental, fey, fiend, giant, monstrosity, ooze, and plant. I imagine we can rule out some of those. Like, you're not going to choose, choose ooze or plant, probably. Um, <laughs> so I'll say them again. And if you have any questions on, on any of them, let me know if you want. What exactly is that? Um, aberration? Beast? Yeah, I guess a quick question. Yes. The difference between aberration and monstrosity. Um, monstrosity is like a chimera. 
with more like a basilisk. Monstrosities are like beasts, owl like bear. magical beasts. Um, all, all, all bears is a monstrosity. Gotcha. So freaky shit that are on the plane. plane. Gotcha. The far plane. Okay. So mm-hmm. your mind, mind flayers, beholders, mm-hmm. those are aberrations. Okay. Gotcha. So aber- aberration, those are your the enemies that you faced in the past and may f- face again. Beasts are just normal creatures, albeit some can be stronger. Celestial, fey, fiend, you know what those are. Elemental, obviously. Construct, you know what those are. Dragons, giants, those are two possible things as well. Um, Monstrosity, who is planked? Yeah, I guess. I don't know how to pick that specifically. Sorry, that's a lot of stuff. Um, That's a lot of stuff. What would you consider this sword's sworn sworn enemy? Which would be what would you consider your sworn enemy? As you are the one forging it, not on that, not not not. not so, so I'm, I'm trying to think like the sword would essentially be the sworn enemy of anyone who's punching down. So like. I essentially have to think giants makes the most sense from like how the little people started and like kind of what Earth said earlier about like having the will but not the means to protect yourself. Sure. Something to level the playing field, for lack of a better phrase. So I guess I'll say whatever enemy that makes sense for you to, like giants, dragons, something big from the history, <coughs> whatever is oppressing us now, whatever makes the most sense, that's kind of the idea behind it. Okay, so you're you're focusing on what you <coughs> want this sword to be for um for, for um ages to come. Yes, you're crafting a weapon here that you might defeat this current threat, mm-hmm. but this thing will exist for hundreds, thousands of of years, possibly forever. Yeah, what sort of threats may there be? be? Mm-hmm. And you're thinking the likes of giant kin, those who would put their boot on the back and in the past did so and may again in the future put their boots on the back of the more the small folk. Yeah, the more I think about it though, like... You could also devote this more to, well, yeah, if we even get there, Earth needs to make sure Aberrations that... Aberrations want to destroy everything, right? If I'm thinking of the right group of people. <coughs> and so, like... Mind flares... That's right, I'm trying to be... This is a tough decision, so yeah, take so, your time. No, no, no. I'll, 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 I'm going to trust say, my gut. I'm going to go with Aberrations. Because that's... that's I'm trying to think of something thematically, but I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. I, for I, what I've I been think... through and where Earth's head would be, and when he pictures the enemy that wants to take away people's future, that's what comes to his mind right now. I think that as Earth imagines the boots of a giant on the back and like ten humans holding it up, and you're thinking, yeah, those are the, the old oppressors, and they, they might come back again. I think as you have that sort of image in your mind, it even zooms out more to a point where you see the material plane as a whole, all of existence even. The different, the, the, the celestial realm, the hells, the fey, the fell, the, the um, ring of the elemental planes, and you see a much darker force with hands and claws around that. And I think in that moment you realize that at least giants are the oppressors that we 
have fought be before and can fight again. There's something even more alien out there that isn't even a part of this cycle that needs to be expunged or pr protected against. Perhaps that's a better way to phrase it. Mm -hmm. So I think that the um, imagery that you were seeking is very, very, very there. But it's almost like what what would oppress even the giants if it could? Yeah. And then of course everybody beneath them is instantly washed. Want to want to stick with, with aberrations then? Yeah, yeah. I said the okay. right thing, didn't I? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what you said. That's what you said. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. You continue. You think about that. You get that sort of um, imagery. You channel in all the mind flayers that you've fought. All of the brain dogs, the brain puppies that have been infiltrating people's minds, the beholder that can just with one look, you fought, char charmed, you took away your free will with a single look, divested magic from you know, spaces, your ultimate foe itself, whether he would be an, an aberration or not, he clearly comes, he clearly allies himself with those creatures, so I think it makes sense that that's, that's where Irvine's mind would, would go. It'd really be against any extraplanar thing since all the shit we've been through in the last couple of <laughs> weeks. But Very true. That, that would be the main focus. It's, it's funny how, like, well, in the last three months, anything not from home. Yeah, that's not really where you spent, But you spent 36 years of your life fighting, like, I hate humans. They're fucking dicks, right? Or elves? All, all elves have, have to go down. So it's funny how much the last three, four months can really change someone's perspective on oh, no, the, the things. big things we've seen, like the big primordial stuff you described, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, a tough, it's a tough answer. And it might be something that yeah, can yeah. be unchanged in the, in, in the future, but this is, this is one of those things that you're instilling into the blade as a protector of maybe not even mortal kind, the small folk. Maybe it's a protector of this whole entire plane. Maybe it's, an uh, maybe it's a protector of, of existence for existence as it is to purge things that seek to do the opposite. Maybe it's just a fucking sword that butters <laughs> your toes. Who knows? <laughs> Aberrational okay. toast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that, we will remember that then. Was there anything else that you wanted to say as you're hammering away, reaching the end of this? Not quite at the last few strokes, but as you're hammering away or just focusing on those sorts of, of images in your intent. Yep, just making sure that it can cut anything that stands before me that it needs to, no matter how weird or squiggly or how many eyes it has. Makes sense to me. A couple more hours go by. Oh, is that it? <laughs> um, I'm out. You know, you kind of sticking around here a bit to kind of go check, check out the hallway, come back. The steam <laughs> gets you, but no, no effect. I imagine you're like default state is always that you just yeah. you just you just repress the fire aura. Yep. Because there's no reason not to every ten minutes just do that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um. You come back and Al sees, sees you and me. You meet with him. He says, We're nearing the end. I need you to use every last bit of juice those things have. And I need you to heat up that directly. He points to this. Okay. I okay. can do that. Everything. Everything. Everything you have. If you fail now, it's over and done. Good girl. Oh, and thank you for what you said. 
Sorry too. If you had asked me, I would have done it anyway. I don't know if you've realized this, but I would do anything for a file. That's why I thought you'd forgive me. But maybe I already have. And I will walk up and I'm actually just gonna hop in. Okay. You just step up, step on top, as you're standing on it. Um, Amal will say, everybody else come within the double barrier section, including you. Mm-hmm. So everybody else comes within the, the protected section here. And what you see is as Annie um, just fucking stands on top and you... <laughs> your hair... Swirls up. You're standing on the lava itself. You hold out your hands. The bangles every ruby on it. As you'll essentially use every charge that you have on this thing right now. Describe to me, if you wish, how you charge this for the last and final time. I think the fire would be coming out of my hands much like it would if I'm flying, but I wouldn't be because I'd still have the fire around me. And so I would lift up and levitate off as I push all of it down and I channel so it's like a beam of fire coming from the heavens straight through me into the cauldron. You see Annie protected as you all are, your arms vibrating, shaking from six days of this. You watch her eyes open, the crown of flame, the aura, and she flies a bit. Your eyes then go red as the cracks, every crack on your flesh glows, and you just lift up your hands, and a beam from below, from above, you are the focal point. Two cracks of lightning crashing in the center, then you see the lava from here light, not just a yellowish red of black, but to a white hotness, to the point where you you two and Al have to shield your eyes as the intensity of this heat is such that you guys can only see you lose sight of Annie within this column of pure radiance light coming down <clears throat> lava splashes against against the, the against the, the dome here fire tornado your hair you become a being in this moment right now i think well i'll get there you guys lose sight of annie entirely as you just hear her voice like the roar of a tornado of a fire of a kill as the light fades you see Annie as if stepping out of a hot tub casually one foot up second foot up stepping down as as she steps down she looks exactly like the image in Slack at this moment in time she just casually flicks her head back and lava trails go looks at herself you look back with just pure Piercing luminescent eyes, cracked, blackened flesh, and you guys have this moment of like, holy fuck. 
Every bit of non-magical clothing on you is rent from your form. It is your shadowy cloak as a toga of a sense, just flapping there. Your hair longer than longer than ever swaying. And those bangles here still luminescent. That crown bigger bigger than ever. And as it fades and comes down over your form, your skin takes back its normal hue. As it hits the ground, it makes a crown shape on there as well. And you do a little <coughs> and soot comes out. And Al says, hurry. And as you step out, Al will pull you forward. The moment he pulls you through here, the intense heat sends whatever eye eyebrows you would have had singeing away whatever little little scraggly pokes of beard it is intensely hot your eyeballs just drain almost as he comes and he says scoop scoop and you scoop lava as you pull it out it's not even yellow it's pure white and you on the sword which the pieces that you've assembled and you've been hammering they've been connecting and you've been in fact flattening those metal shards they were already fairly flat and flattening them even more to the point where they're spreading, spreading. And every day that's gone by, they've been connecting in certain ways. And Al's spell stitching has sharpened certain edges, adjusted them so slightly, and merged them to together. The, the lava from here fills in all of the gaps until the whole trough is just full. The heat from it is unbelievably intense. And it falls down these rivulets and lines. Al has apparently etched in here as well, and as this lava spreads through, he'll say, make sure you're not by by Bacchus. You go, he'll say, hammer, and he'll take a step back. Oh, this is fun. We are truly in the end game now, <coughs> you like, no holding back. <coughs> The conviction comes through now. Because it hurts. The burning so much. If you ever want to stop, this would be the time to stop, but you don't. You continue forward with the same conviction, the same will that you have this whole time. As you breathe out the pain, those red puffs come out and you breathe it back in. As the next one comes, the red mist. Breathe it back, back in. The cyclical act as you continue hammering, hammering, hammering forth. In, you step outside. And as you come outside to keep watch, you take a look and you see figures walking toward this location. As you're stepping out, you see several charred fiery, almost creatures of stone and smoldering um, and ash 
stepping forward here, almost floating, gliding along. Who knew? These by themselves, you may not be that concerned about. But what's been more concerning is the figure leading them here. A fire genasi woman with crossbow that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, in fact, another genasi figure in the center of these four with red, almost phoenix-like wings just casually floating behind him, staff in hand. As they see you stepping forth, they all stop in their, their tracks. A moment of communal what the fuck? Roll initiative for me. Just you. Ooh, eight. Eight? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's good. Uh, no. And yes. As an as an, an eight first. Um, the gender Nazi figure here <coughs> and shoots at you with her cross. Go. Uh, that's a 19 plus. That will hit you. That will be uh, eight points of piercing damage and uh, seven points of fire damage. I'll say you will ignore the fire damage because you, you already obviously have been activated here. So the crossbow hits you for eight points of damage. Ow! As she then quickly loads a second one and shoots that one as well. That will additionally hit. I'll ignore the fire damage from here on now. That'll be eight more points of damage. There's two crossbow bolts <laughs> hit you. One hitting you straight in the, in, in the shoulder, but not sticking, just glancing out. The other one, you raise and you block, and it just goes, barely touches your your forehead, your horn. What do you do in this time? I angrily immediately hex. Her who? Her? Yeah, her. Sure. Because she shot me. And then I just shoot all four of my... Roll it up. Trying to, like, scare them a bit. And I'm pushing. Okay. So... My lowest is 16. Uh, those will all hit them, yes. Okay. And I forget, they can't go through people, right? Correct. So they should get pushed back. Do you need to know which is bludgeoning and which is necrotic? No. All the same. It's forced. No. Way more badass than bludgeoning. Yes. Thirty points of damage as you shoot at all four you Oh wait, say. no, thirty-seven. Sorry, one was hiding with my D20s. 37. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, I rolled a couple eights, a couple sevens. There it is. Oh god, this would be where I lose all my shit. Mm hmm. Okay, 37 points of damage, and perhaps more importantly at this moment in time, at least push back yep. um, 40 feet, which, which you already did. Push back into this figure here. <laughs> Uh, that was your um, action, and the bonus action, you have movement still as well. I would take a step forward. Okay. Try and be as intimidating as possible. Uh, mm-hmm. Huh? 
um, this fig figure goes next. He, like, angrily just, just sort of uses his staff to, to, to push her, her to the side. <clears throat> and he says, She's the guy. You don't understand the lang language, but these creatures seem to. As they all uh, don't have enough speed to get to you, but they will all use their, um, their action to dash as well to come 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 to fully surround you to the very best of their ability here on all sides with 60 feet of move movement and hamper and harry you within that space. In addition to that, he will use, uh, that, was, that was just a command to send them forward. As a spell, he is going to um, throw out a um, scorching rays at, at you. <laughs> Whether or not they hit or miss, they splash against you and do. You know, in this moment, he sees. He's saying to her. Um, we will then pick up with her. And she, seeing this, will try to take a shot at you, but it is challenging because, because, because those things have surrounded you, so you will have plus two to your AC. So your AC is now 17. Uh, that will miss, and the second shot uh, that will hit. That will be an additional only, only four points of d d damage, as she will then move back 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 to sort of get behind and away as she loads her next bolt. Annie, you are up next. I will... They can swing at me. Okay. Because I'm not switching. Yes, yes. Two of them will indeed do so then. That will be one swing there. Uh, no, not against a uh, 15. It's like, no. So the two of them try for you quickly enough, definitely using your more bombardic <coughs> talents here, you kind of tuck, roll, spring back up behind these ones here. And then. 10, 20, 30, 40. 10 foot radius. So would they all be in a 10 foot Absolutely. Yeah, radius? So to hit them but not me, I'd have to point like right here, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I would do shatter at fourth level. Fourth level? Sounds good. Fail, fail, fail. Uh, actually, that last one might, uh, one, one of them does succeed, and the other three all fail. Go ahead and roll your 5d8. 5d8, yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's 8, 16, 20, 27, 30. Mm -hmm. 30 points of damage? Yep. To all of them except for one, which still takes 15. <laughs> Their fire chunks of their rock-like form slops off. They still look at you. Um, but bonus action or movement? Yeah, bonus action. I will unbreakable majesty. There you go. Mm -hmm. I do believe you lose. Uh, no, you don't have concentration. Uh, you hex. You'll, 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 you'll lose hex. That's mm -hmm. I believe what unbreakable majesty is. Do I don't think it takes concentration. That, that one doesn't? The one, the one where you, you can do command over and over again does for sure. That's maybe, maybe Mantle this of Majesty. One. Okay, so yeah. this, is, this is the- Majesty is no hit. The, 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 the Christmas status? Yeah, just make, make sure it doesn't require concentration. It probably doesn't matter because she's hacked, who cares? We're doing a little bit of story mixed with some, some mechanics here, so I am all good with that either way. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you drop it anyways, so just to so not be, be, be getting hit. So either way, if you have to or not, you 
What does your mantle or your unbreakable majesty look like in this moment in time? Uh, I would copy the wings, but I would have I like that. the crown of fire above me, and I would have the cracking skin as there you well. Go. You look like your normal self, you just enhance those things with naked. the wings. <laughs> naked form, fire nips. <laughs> all right, all of them are going to take attacks on you, which means they're going to roll charisma saving throws, which they're not very charismatic yeah. against a 19. Does not take, um... Does not? Awesome. Does not. Yeah. One of them did roll a 19, though, so that will be enough, so a single claw will come through, so you'll take, uh... Eight points of good damage. Wait, so it's the hitter. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, which this only has a 50% chance of hitting you. The six, it misses. So it does, it can try, but as it does, you like, you like, you're watching and you're seeing them as they're coming in around you, like so. Um, the one that can break through your, your majesty does reach for you. You clock him, you just move your head so he misses with that one. He does get a second attack, though, against you. And that is a. That will miss. That will. Oh uh, no, because uh, 15 now. It was 17 before, so that one will hit. So that will be the, the eight points of damage there. Mm-hmm. Not fair, I assume. You. Um, perfecto. Uh, this guy here will go next, and he's going to say something in a land language you don't understand, and he will point toward you. I need you to make a. Uh, I believe it's a dex save. So go, go, go ahead and roll your d20 and it might be moved because you roll high enough anyways. 21. Okay, it's moot no matter what the fuck the save was. It, it is a dex save. So, yeah, that's 21. Okay, um, so you still take some here. Six to 29, 28, 14. Take 14 points of damage. And as he just holds up, oh, he's, but he would have to get, oh, no, he needs my words. He will hold his hand and do that, and you see flames breathe up around you, and you're like, and then he smiles and does me that. He just, he just twists his hands a bit, and they go from fire to lightning. The flames themselves change elemental state to lightning instead, as the lightning plays across you in a way that looks like it would be a persistent thing and stay on you, but you duck, dodge, dive, and dodge out of the way that, what, it, like right where you were, you get a bit of it, but then it does not affect you, and the rest of the spell is lost. Um, we'll go back to her then. She's simply going to, going to load her crossbow and, and, and point it, but not shoot, because there's just no good space to shoot from it now. You're up. I once more will move diagonally. Okay. Just to be here. Uh, natural 20 on one of them. Um, does attack you, ignoring fire damage, will do uh, 10 points of damage to you. Okay. Mm, 10 points of damage. If it failed its charisma save, I should have been able to it. The whole turn, or just just the round? I, I think you you, huh? you had you had the the, the unbreakable majesty. It up. should be the whole entire time. You assume it for one minute, or until you are incapacitated for the duration. Whenever any creature tries to attack you for the first time on a turn. On a turn. Okay. So that's mm. the thing. So now if it failed, it can't. 
Right, but that's each turn. So around, mm -hmm. we are still within the, the same same round, mm -hmm. but now it's her turn. So an opportunity attack is not oh. on its turn. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the first time each turn, I did make the um, save again. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. Sorry, mm -hmm. sorry, sorry. That was good. Good. I don't mean to hold it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. No, it's good. Good. So you get a bit, of, yeah. a bit of a <laughs> across the face. The claws hit. The fire does not. And I will do the same exact thing. Okay. Fail, 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 fail. All fail. 10, 14, 19. 19, that's it? Yep, that's all it. All right, hey, they all take 19. Mm -hmm. Here they are all still up. These are powerful little Damn. critters. Here. There they are. Mm -hmm. It seems. Yeah, that's all I would do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Whatever commands this guy gave them, uh, you think they're now now adhering to because they're all going to simply try to grapple you. I believe it does. So what is what's the exact wording of the un un Unbreakable Majesty when they try to attack you? Yep, attack you for the first time on it. I do think it is a special melee attack. It so is. So I, I I'll still I'll still respect that. So they have to all make their saves here. One no, two no, three yes, mm -hmm. four. No. So only one of them can even try to grab you with its two attacks here. Mm -hmm. um, go go ahead and ooh, go ahead and make an, an, an acrobatics check against mm -hmm. its athletics check. That will be a twenty-three. You're trying to beat. No. One. Roll one. No. Roll one. Roll one. If it's meant to be, then that's mm -hmm. the only thing it'll do. I guess it can use its second attack to try. It's a natural twenty on the attempt to hit you. So that will be. Uh, not that that great though. Only eleven points of damage. Of damage. It grappled you, and then it still has a second attack to get you with that net mm -hmm. twenty. Okay, and it did already use the charm to get me. Yes. So how eight. much was the damage? Eleven points of damage too. Thank you. As you get across the face, we are being held by number four. So the one behind you is holding the other three are like, but we can't. She's so beautiful. Mm. <laughs> um, he is going to continue um, moving forward here. Five, ten. 15, 20, 25, 30, and then he's going to Misty Step, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, within the space, <laughs> moving through and past, relegating you to what not other nonsense uh, will be happening. In fact, he will take his, his, his action to move an additional 30 feet. Okay. So he's fully moved within, off of this map right, right, right now. We'll go back. Um, she kind of comes forward a bit here, but is still holding her crossbow, looking a little bit unsure. But like, what the hell's happening here? What is this place? She just looks like she wants, she'll shoot you if you come at her, but she's a little bit unsure here. And this guy has just left her in the dust 30 feet off the mat right now. You're her. What do you do? I would pull the rapier off of my side. Okay. Teleport. Oh, okay. Right up to him within five feet. Does that not have to be within, between dusk and Dawn, I believe it does. Um, it just says while holding the weapon, you can use it. This dark silver blade of this rapier resonates with a quiet ripple like the moon's pulled on the tide. You gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon, or a plus two if it's between dusk and dawn. While holding the weapon, you can use an action to teleport up to 60 feet to an unoccupied space that you can see. If another creature is within five feet of that space, you can immediately make a single attack against them using it. 
Okay. If it's between dusk and dawn, you also become invisible immediately after. That's you what. In this that's what it is. Okay, so it's not between dusk and dawn now, but that's fine. You can still yeah. tell. That's why I was trying. Couldn't remember if you mm -hmm. had that. So you, you get the additional invisible stab. If you yeah. Want. Okay. Me. So you pull out the rapier and you. Are you going? 30 feet past him, further in, well, or are you going I'm to try and stab him? I'm going to be right in front go, of him. Go ahead and go stab. ahead and roll your free attack as you are appear within. 26. That'll definitely hit. Roll your Dimaggio. I'd say he sees 29. Mm-hmm. I knew He's it. He's trying to roll <laughs> of invulnerability. Bends your sword. That's It's not much. Five damage. Five damage, you come here, up here behind him, stab him right through. As you stab him, it, but I, I, it's not gonna go right through. He's gonna, you know, sense you up here behind him. As you lunge, he just kind of turns, sees you with his, his own red going as kind of matching yours, but your wings kind of matching his too, as he moves away, but it goes, well, he didn't expect you to get out of that so, um, so easily. Yes. That's your, your action, your free attack there. You have a bonus action left if you wish to take it. Um, for my bonus action. <coughs> Sorry, I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. You guys have not had a long, long rest in this this place, so this is an inopportune moment for nonsense to occur. For sure. But the short rest that kind of short rests are, are are good. Okay. But you can't take a long rest in a place so highly no, no. toxic and dangerous. Totally, totally. Mm -hmm. yeah, I just want to double check. Like short rests are good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not that I can't think of a short rest. Yep. Nope. I won't take a bonus action. Mm -hmm. Did you have to have, have to, to, to use any hit dice to heal up, or did all the, their no, healing he, he nothing? So you still have a whole bunch of hit dice right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. No. What was your bonus action? Sorry. Nothing. nothing? Okay. Great. <laughs> um, she'll move up. Uh, she'll use her dash to come up here and sort of do, do 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 do. But she also couldn't get couldn't get through these guys. They'll come um, an additional. Uh, they'll have to run to come up here. They because you moved. You move far enough, they won't be able to get any attacks on you, but they're coming up here to try and swarm you again, uh, preparing to attack. As he turns to you, yeah, he'll be like, in common, he'll say, enough of this, little good girl. Flick a finger and say a few words. You need to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Yeah, 13. You are held. You get to make a save at the end of each of your turns. That's all. He'll turn, he'll. The wings bear him aloft effortlessly over this, and he'll use his 30 feet of movement then to make his way. They will all, they have already used their action to get here, so they can't just try to even land. And you still get your charisma thing, even though you are right now locked into a place. It is your, your, your turn again. Go ahead and make a save at the end of your turn. Another wisdom save. So I can't even do spells? No. Mm -hmm. you, are, you are incapacitated and paralyzed. 17. 17 
is exactly the same. You need to make it. Is, this DC is literally 17. Cool. Nice. So you break out of that at the, the end of your turn. Uh, just enough time for them all to get in space here. Him to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Move off the map himself here. She'll come come, come in here, um, kind of takes the corner here, still watching. Um, we're gonna do a lot of saves here. Fucking unbreakable majesty. Tricks, mm -hmm. tricks up shit so much. I mm -hmm. love it. Uh, we'll use some red here. Um, they all have only plus one to their charisma. His is much higher, but they're just like elemental-ish creatures. Not sure what the hell they are. Mm -hmm. um, is that true? They have plus one? Yes. Um, one, six, four, one. Shittiest <laughs> rules. They could have had plus fucking ten, and not a single one of them would have got. They all surround you. <sighs> Horns coming up, fire. You are held there this moment in time. And they just turning their heads. As you kind of look like them right now, your flaming horns, your crown, they're sort of just enamored with the presence of you. Even though you get a sense that these things are clearly being compelled, controlled, maybe maybe summoned, who knows what, by this guy here who has left the map and is now in the hallway. Uh, we'll return back. Actually, we will have, um, no, she already went. She, she's holding her act to see what's happening next here. Uh, you broke out of it. It was just his turn. He moved. That happened. It's your turn. Yeah, so I'm getting pissed. So I will Dimension Door. Where to? Uh, I will go. You can, you, you can go. You are right now within 500 feet easily of the, the anvil of, of the... You could, you could appear anywhere you want to in the room if you want. So I would have a rough idea of where he is in here. Because I've been here for days. Sure. yeah. And you could probably still see his butt through that doorway with how far he flew away. 30 feet in front of him. Okay, so you want to stay within the hallway, try and stop him facing him down in that, that space? No, I guess then I would go all the way to the door and to that hallway so I can see them and mm -hmm. I can see straight down the hallway. Perfect. So we will once again change the Zamapa. Go ahead and place yourself, Annie, up yonder. Right by that doorway there. We'll place him here, knowing he's got a bit of a traversal to get there. And all these two mooks behind, and her behind as well. You guys, not being super privy to exactly what is what was going on outside, suddenly hear the sounds of... <laughs> and you surely hear and see the presence of Annie as she appears. But when I say you all surely see this, it's more like something like that you notice happens, but you truly need to trust that it's handling its its own shit because now you cannot stop what you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. no. So Annie has to do what she's doing. I will yell, Norwin, protect Earth. On it. Okay. That's all I'll do. Depending on what I'm doing. <laughs> Little busy! <laughs> And I will have said that in Infernal, by sure. the way. Mm -hmm. You speak Infernal? Crap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guys in all your secret languages. You know, you, you know, you've known that for a, a long time. You got that with mm -hmm. prodig uh, Prodigy. Prodigy, yep. Mm -hmm. I forget all of that. Yeah, because you get a lot of languages with that, don't you? No, you just one. Oh, how many do you know, though? Uh, I know, let's see. Common, Celestial, Elven, and Infernal. So far. Oh, okay. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. Enjoy, I guess. Yes. Profile. In these final 
moments here as you hear that shouting over the clang that's ringing not only here but also in your own ears. A little busy. Red steam. Now this close you can see it clearly as you breathe it in. How much of your blood has mixed with this hammer? How much has splashed upon this thing? Much as your will, distractions, 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 a voice creeping, tickling up your spine. You need it. You don't need you. Is there anything that you would like to do or have happen in these final moments of your sword's creation? Or do you want to not? Uh, no, yeah, you said it up a lot, you take it away. Okay, I've said my piece. You don't want to, want to do your thing? Not now? Just making sure. Oh, no, like, you can, like, describe however this is happening. You don't want to do your stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. If you want to, you, you can. Oh. You don't have to. If it's not the right time, don't, don't do it. No, I don't care. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of other things going okay. on. Here, like, so. mm-hmm. Then. As you... I misunderstood that. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Trying to give you opportunities if they come. No, 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 no. Um, as you... <laughs> are slamming upon it. Al takes a stone that he has had that you've seen him have on him forever and ever, ever, every bit as long as he's had that that um, that, that, um, amulet for Steve also. This is his personal transmuter stone. And as his power, it can do tremendous. It can bring back the dead. It can reverse aging itself. It can do tremendous, powerful things. And as you're... And he's splashed with lava and fire. He sets it on top of your sword, glowing now with white, the blackness gone, glowing with that white magical lava that has been poured in, into it. As you can prepare to lift and swing a final time, perhaps. Hard to say. As Al will recite, you hear his voice as your ears are pounding with blood, your own heart rate. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloody but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. Tears come out his eyes. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll, I am the master of my fate! And you don't even know this, this poem, but you say the words yourself. I am the captain of my soul. That um, poem, by the way, is called Invictus. Mm-hmm. Now, now it all makes, this is from Invictus Brewery. I looked that up and I went, Ta-da. there you go. As he says those words exactly in time with when you, your, your muscles know this by now. You're like, hope you're done, motherfucker, as you come. I will add on this last one, it's almost uh, red sparks and almost like black, red, and lightning kind of thing. Sparks around Earth's arms as he lifts this hammer the last time. 
Mm-hmm. Take it from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you last time. As you... <laughs> Unbelievable transmutative power there. As Al is a washbot, you're a washbot, you're mm-hmm. a washbot, Al. Puts his hands to the ground. All the circles, all the lines he's drawn, all the staves, the rings, the the, the, the armor, the eight items all around <laughs> glow as all the magic is siphoned from them <laughs> towards the central location. Transmutative magics, unbelievable sacrifices being made here as the white hotness of the blade still does not cease as it crushes the stone into dust that gets sucked into it as well as everything else throughout. And Earth, you find yourself murmuring words. I am the bone of my sword. Steel is my body and fire is my blood. And as the normal phrase, I have consumed countless souls, unknown to death, nor known to life, eternal struggle, unending strife, I will invite you to make up your, your, your own home to replace those last three, not right now on the spot, mm-hmm. but for okay. next, next time. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. For the first two lines stay the same. I am the bone of my sword. Steel is my body and fire is my, my blood. The words come to her fire. Don't even think, think thinking about them. They wash through you. I have two more lines if that's all you need. Do it. Uh, I am the sovereign of soul. My will be done. How's that? Is that right? <laughs> we can edit it too. Yep. Too yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to commit you to an actual no. thing right now, but you can you can address yeah. what you want. But I, I am the sovereign of my soul. My will be done. As you, these words come, and Al says, Marin, quench it! As with all this transmutative power coming, it is baking you alive. It is truly Sarah Kalkana thing there as Al, the heat, the shards, Norman, as you cross off every last charge you have, lift the precipice high, your eyes glow with blue energy and power. The flux um, arcana lab is there already spinning. You focus on the tide that you can and all these all these elemental, these primordial stones of the plains, the one in the very center, the plain of water from which precipice hails, the connection through them. Thousands of years they've been connected. You instantly connect with that. As you raise up precipice, Mm -hmm. you slam down. And as you do so, you've done this once before, and you Mm -hmm. may never do it again. Mm -hmm. The time when you stopped fire Mm -hmm. from consuming a field by making a slight crack to the water plane, Mm -hmm. you think on that, you think more. As this thing is, you lift up. And you guys see as if a pane of, of glass mm-hmm. was 20 feet above this right now. It's like someone just going and punched a hole through it. And hundreds, thousands of gag gallons of pure mm-hmm. water from the plane of, of, of water come down. Splashes here, enough to send you all careening away. What do you, you think? What are, what are you doing as the brain operates so fast? You're all going to be swept off. It's too much. It's, it's an infinite amount of water. It's an infinite amount. Mm-hmm. The water 
never touches any of you. Because the moment a single drop touches this luminescent sword that is scalding your flesh from your very bone, mm -hmm. it quenches the sword. And somewhere around one million gallons of water instantly evaporate. If I could just flavor it a tiny bit as it's coming down, that's in the shape of a Leviathan. There you go. <laughs> it's, well, it's like a Leviathan that crashes through. As it touches there, you're like, rocking me, waves. it's too much water. What are you doing? It's barely enough. As the Leviathan touches the sword and... <laughs> this entire dome here shatters from the sheer force all this magic here and steam for what comes when you quench a sword especially if it has upwards of a million gallons worth <laughs> obscuring steam is superheated but cool at the same time covers this whole space this giant cavernous area engulfed in obscuring steam even you annie seeing as this this, this figure turns the corner tenacious aren't you as you're standing there, snarling at him, steam co covers and obscures like you. can you. still just see the glow of my eyes. And you can, see, you can still see the glow of his eyes as well. <coughs> the glow of your wings, the glow of his through this obscuring steam that comes through as he dimension doors within amongst all the mist having just seen past you. A swirl. What do we have here? As you all lose sight of Urfire. But you see this figure appear in the voice. And Al says, Give us some time. Help Annex are you? What do you do? Um, I'm going to... I jump right into the house! That's it. Um, okay, so that motherfucker is there. Can I see? I, do I lose sight of him? He is, he is heavily obscured, obscured right now, but you have an approximate, mm -hmm. so things that require sight you can't do, but you can still shoot things at him okay, in the approximate direction. Let's see, I forget what requires sight of, honestly. Yep, that requires sight. A lot of shit requires sight. Uh, okay, this requires only... Uh, I'll just fling an ice knife at him to start with. There you go. Because um, that doesn't require me to see him. So, um... Oh, that's only 12. No, 12. 12. <laughs> as, as you... <laughs> like, I can't... You, you think of all the spells you, you can do when you just... Form an ice in which forms from all this... Again, a million a million gallons of something, Josh, are you serious? Like, no, I'm being, mm -hmm. being very, very serious. An entire pond, an entire lake's worth of mm -hmm. water. The crack, to place in the context, the crack to the water plane is still dead there. Mm -hmm. But only steam is pouring through right now because mm -hmm. that's how much was evaporated up into a different different dimension of, existence, of existence. You quench an entire lake's worth with this one final act. As you mm -hmm. come forth and fling it, he just... His wing comes and swats your ice knife out of the way. Mm -hmm. uh, if you, Hit if or you, miss, it's hurt, explodes within five feet. Oh, so it still actually does some damage. Dexterity uh, okay. saving throw. Uh, 14. Okay, no. So he still takes... 
Uh, oh, 10 points of gold damage, wow. <laughs> That's a nifty spell. Yeah. <laughs> that was it kind of surprised me, too. 10 points of cold, of cold damage. As he swats it out of the way, it, it explodes. Some shards get him, and they melt quick, quick, melt quickly. You know, things so hard to see him through the mist. Al grabs your finger, and he pulls you to the hilt of the sword. Still, the steam is obscuring it. He says, You are right. So either do it and take what's yours and do something good with this weapon. Something good in the world. Make sure others don't make the mistakes I did and others aren't fucked like my daughter and my friends were. I don't have a place here anymore. I'm not needed. Unless you have a cachet of other souls up your ass, like I said. He pulls you by the by your big heavy pinky in his gnomish hand toward the hilt. Do it! You can feel your hand touches the hilt. It's cool. It's smooth. It fits your hand per perfectly. It's not yet finished. You have to put something in, in, into it. You have to sacrifice something. Al's give, giving you an ult. It's what he wants. But if you wish for something else, you are one of the only people in the entire multiverse that may actually have souls to spend. They will be gone. If you really only need one. Well, then it's very fortunate that I have one left. So, uh, I will almost, or will scoff derisively at that idea as he firmly grips the hilt of the sword and says, Oh, Al, if you only knew, and will draw upon all the power he has to see if there's any spirit inside willing to do it, because he won't. If he's not going to kill Al, he's not going to make anyone else do it. So For that's... the first time, I think in some time, you truly dig in there. You have a need, an actual need, a desire, a question, and 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 and, and ask. Can't do this myself. And you feel almost a relief. Like a dam breaking. <laughs> that power floods forth. You feel strong, you feel mighty. As it fills your body, your bones, your blood, your flesh. And with it comes the four minds you're familiar with. Maybe some others that you are also know exist, one or two. But the four that you know, the four friendly to you, all synonymously, they don't speak. Spirits never really speak. You just know what they're saying, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right now, they're all saying, we're all here for you. We will all go. Any that you need for this. You can roll a d4 if, if you want to see who jumps through first, or Leo, you, you can choose which of those four you want to move. Or you can stab at Al through the chest as he is standing there, eyes closed. Do it. Uh, I think 
thematically, as sad as it would be, since he was the first one to ever talk to me, he'd be the, be the first one back. And so, Hugh Hackens is the one that comes to mind. I think Hugh puts a, you feel his heavy hand on your shoulder. You haven't felt that in a long time. And his voice comes through. One that you haven't spoken with more than the, than more than, than the, so he was the first. He says, well, we've been together, together the longest, huh? So, I think it makes sense. You are probably the most sick of me. Ruffle say, trying to cover up his disdain. Oh, come on. We know who, who's sick of who here. He squeezes your shoulder in a very fatherly way. A shoulder squeeze that I don't think you've ever truly done. Com- comrades, brothers, brothers in arms many times. But this is a true affection. He says, prodigy. Through your form, <laughs> channeled within, within, the rage continuing through you as it is missed and then it solidifies to almost a dripping form that floats in this area still of mist covered. And you hear Al say, Do it! But no longer needed as that power flows in and you feel something click. <laughs> Something complete, all the cracks get filled as something inexorably and forever leaves Earthfile. It will forever be with him in a new form. As the mighty, mighty force of this magic completes, you see multicolored lines along this flatter, shorter, but thicker greatsword. In all the colors of the, the rainbow, though the blade itself is the pitchest of night, almost see-through, like obsidian glass. And you know your com- comrades are in pitched combat right now, as your back is t- toward them, and you can see this blade as close. You can see your reflection in it, and what you look like in this moment in time. You just hear a voice. And I think some small part of Urfael's heart might break in this moment in time. Maybe not. But it's not Blood's voice. And it's not Hugh Hackenstone's voice. It is a voice that says, Hello. Who am I? And you get to name your sword. Which again, you'll have a week to think about that. But I will give you <coughs> shit right now. With a big blank on top, you to name it whatever. I do have, if you're really struggling, I do have some possible words that you can use. Okay. But again, look at what it does. You have a full week to learn, digest all the stuff we can talk. Um, that says a two page page. It is a two pager, so there's stuff on the back as well. Oops, I'm a Yes. <coughs> page two. And when we come next time, we will finish whatever these, whoever these um, interlopers are, however this encounter will finish. And I guess we'll just go from there. Earth will say, we'll get to that, but we have some work to do. And then that's where we'll end that one. Perfect. The title card comes up to continue. <laughs>
<laughs> this would be a to be to be continued session. Never was one. Go ahead and hit stop. All right, that be you. No.